Good evening. Welcome to Holy Crap the Vlogcast. Vlogcasts come from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. Vlogcast is a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because I'm pissed off right now. And for those of you that don't know why, who are listening after the fact, check out over on um, YouTube. You'll figure out why. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. S-H-U-J-I-N. Really quickly rerun this. Top left-hand corner, North America. Dallin, hi. Hi. Down to the right, Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, hi. Good evening. Uh, short version. Um, it's 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 a little cold over here. Dallin, it's nice over there. It is. Bridget, it's okay over there. Uh, weather it's actually nice. Clear skies, it's pleasant. Um, Mars, you know, with the full moon, amazing. Yeah. Unseasonable, but amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. For those of you that are kind of wondering what the hell happened, we we got through like the first almost 10 minutes. Uh, Fortunately, Stephanie, who is watching live, by the way, hi, thank you, uh, kind of let me know, hey, uh, Shu, I I, I don't hear anybody except you. What's going on? Yeah, apparently OBS um, screwed its audio setting again on me as soon as I hit um, start streaming. Don't know why. It's pissing me off now. So um, now I've got an extra step that I have to do, which is be paranoid every time I start streaming up to YouTube before we go live. Yay. So we got that going for us. So what I was saying just before uh, just before I, I, I had to fix this was that um, the scariest thing in my uh, in my beer collection right now uh, is um, Genesee beer. Uh, my wife told me many, many um, humbling, uh, might not be the right word for it, stories about, you know, Genesee, because, you know, it's made from the water of the Genesee River here in New York, which was not necessarily a compliment, although it's not Jenny Cream Ale, so there's that course is also not Pabst Blue Ribbon, which again, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I don't care. Whatever. So, uh, that's, uh, that's what I'm going to be sampling tonight. And, um, the weird part about it is, by the way, I didn't get to show you guys this. Yeah, this, um... Wow. It's a big mug. It's a big mug. That's a lot of beer. It's yeah. a big mug, or it's either a big mug or a skinny can. Uh, it's a, it's a tall can. Tall, very cowboyer. Hello. This, this is, this is, this is definitely a Ron Jeremy sized can. I, there, there's a, there's a few, ask your, ask kids, ask your parents. They, they'll be able to figure it out for you. Uh, Don't Google it. Don't, not at work. Not at work. So, yay. On the bright side. Uh, it at least it's you know it's got the the current traditional cap on the top so you know it's tilt up tilt down it's it's not the ring pull where you can slice yourself open on you need a pair of pliers <laughs> if it screws up anybody remember those yeah oh you wanna, yeah yeah you want to talk about stuff that's gonna scare you that's 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 gonna be the oh wait a minute okay it's it's starting off with a smell of it's beer but it's it's smelling like it's a much lighter beer. So I, I may, I mean, oh, yeah, this is very, 
um, thin, pale colored. Yeah, uh, Sutton's telling me that this is going to turn out to be, well, there's there's an old joke that some beer is effectively, uh, kids cover your ears, uh, carbonated horse piss. Oh, you see, and here, uh, yeah, okay, we're getting we're getting close to Coors Light territory there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very it's very light. Uh, it it definitely has the overall look. If 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 you look at it, I, I and I, I was good. I didn't even get all the bubbles on the top, so it's um horror. No head. Yeah, story of my <laughs> life right there. <laughs> what? Nothing. What a, what a, whatever. Um, by the way, for those of you that uh, pay attention to uh, the uh, Jake Far Wharton's uh, podcast, uh, the Imaginary Friends show, yeah, I, I did a recording of that uh, just yesterday, and um, I I got away with I got away with yeah. Um, let's let's just say I I, I got a, I got away with uh, with uh, talking about. Um, Rolling tongues and D, and I still. Well, I won't tell you if I won or if I lost the game, but I will tell you that I got away with a lot. <laughs> nice. No, I I really wasn't. But you know what? Either Jake was being very very nice about it, or just you know what uh, he mm, plausible deniability. That's what I'm going with. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Anyway, so um. You guys ready to have me go ahead and um, see what I can do about uh, about uh, talking for five minutes? With um, I'm almost afraid to take a taste off of this. It, it definitely does smell like a much lighter, thinner beer, as opposed to you know some of the others. This is de- this is definitely not uh, Guinness. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay, it's definitely. A much thinner, kind of like uh, whatever it was I had like two weeks ago, I think. Where it's, you know, it's beer, but I can almost convince myself it's like a really, really skunky batch of Coca-Cola, maybe, if I try really hard. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with that. Well, I'll figure it from here. So let's uh, let's go ahead and do this, and uh, we'll see how I turn out tonight. And by the way, as far as uh, as far as uh, Halloween colors, yes, I'm wearing an orange, black and white shirt, which actually says on it, not just science. On on the on the back, it actually says for science, fursciencecom You know, because this is the one that I got from the fur science group from uh, um, Doctor Nuka, and well, he wasn't there at the time, but um, yeah, those guys, um. good guys. Yeah. Anyway. Let me go ahead and do this because I actually remembered to get everything all organized. So with five minutes on the clock, your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Torch bearer. Okay. Now, I know there's going to be some people who are actually remembering the torch and pitchfork guys. The, the I don't know. Do we call them an organization of chads that were going around with the uh, with the tiki torches from from Lowe's because that was the best that they could do in their khaki pants and the Izod shirts or whatever the hell it was that they were doing. It doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah, just a bunch of edgy boys trying to look important is all they were. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I know full well that there are some people who, you know, maybe wouldn't have thought about that right away that are probably like, shoo, really? Why would you bring up this? I, believe it or not, had a, a moment that kind of coincides with stuff that's happening uh, this weekend, uh, very specifically tomorrow, which is actually today because of the way the time zones work. I haven't gone to sleep yet, so it's still tomorrow, even though it's Sunday now, whatever, temporal mechanics, I don't care, whatever. Anyway, I'm going to be picking up Tiny Tribble tomorrow, which is today. I know, I know, leave me alone, 12 hours from now, whatever, shut up. I'm going to be picking him up at college, and I'm going to be driving him back here. No, it's not for a bad reason. He's not getting kicked out of college. It's not He hasn't quit or anything. He's actually he's doing pretty well from what I've understood so far. It's, it's a little, you know, it's college. He's coming back because it is the last day of early voting here in the county that we live in. I live in. He's off the... Whatever, anyway. And since... Well, as far back as I can remember, he's come with me every time that I've gone for voting. And I've gone for voting for every... every election that came up since I moved up here. Well... Maybe not every one since I moved up here. There were a couple of years early on that, you know, didn't didn't really do. But most definitely since we've been here in the house. So it goes back, you know, almost 20 years. And this is the first year that he is registered and is going to be voting alongside me. Figuratively speaking. He still remembers... Uh, to a certain degree, the old voting machines. If you pull up the uh, Suffering for Suffrage video from Schoolhouse Rock, you'll see they go into the voting booths and it's the big metal contraption with a curtain that comes behind them and, and blocks you in so that nobody can see what you're doing. And you reach up and you tick a couple of things. You grab the handle, pull it across, and everything's logged mechanically. And the curtain opens and off you go. Yeah, we don't we don't do that anymore. Sadly. But this is the first year that he gets to be he gets to have a voice. An honest to God legal voice in all this stuff. To say that I am proud. Yeah. I'm proud. I'm very, very proud. I'm also terrified. I've seen what some of the properties around here look like. These giant 12-foot-wide billboards that say Trump 2020, no more bullshit. And yeah, I'm scared. I've been scared. For the last four years, I've been terrified. But you know what? He has finally got a voice, too. It's no longer that I'm standing up for him by myself with my little tick. 
we stand together. We get to hold the torch together this time. And sometime in the future, he'll have it himself. And I sincerely hope, I do truly hope, that he understands what it's going to be like for him to teach somebody else how to hold that torch and to carry it forward across the finish line. This is episode 335 on the docket, Your Honor. We're in the end game now. Um, um, you know, I, I started to write that, and, you know, obviously the first thing that came to my mind was the, the line from uh, Avengers. And then I suddenly realized, oh, wait, there's that whole uh, epic rep battles of history. We're in the end game now, Tinky Winky. And uh, there's there's a there's a reference I need to put into the show notes, and I'll have to remember about that later. All right, that's 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 great. But you know, like I said, it's been an excruciating four years. There's there. I don't think, truly, I don't think that there is a proper term in English for what we've gone through, short of trauma. Really. But this is what it comes down to. This is where we are. And as much as I don't want to talk about my country all the time, let's face it. Sometimes you can't help yourself but just look at the dumpster fire, look at the look at the crash on the side of the road before you have to move on to, you know, getting on to business. Hey, that's what the rest of us are looking at, so why not? Yeah, the whole world. Yeah. You know, it's kind of kind of hard to miss when it burns that brightly. Yeah, I know. And you, you guys, you guys full well, I mean, Dellen and and and, uh, and Bridget and the rest of the hosts that we've had and, and continue to have, they know full well. You know, I, I say so many damn times, I don't want to be talking about my country. I want to talk about something that's much more universal. But no, we got to be doing this because this is important. And, you know, we'll see. Well, and, and, and let's face it when, it, when it comes to headlines and, and events and stuff like that, everything else is pretty passe by comparison. That's true. You know, I mean, let's face it. If, uh, if this was a battle for clout or clicks on a social media site, there would be, let's just say all the crap that's going on in the U S would probably have the most amount of followers, retweets, likes, etc. Just because you look at it and you just kind of go now they can't be, it's true. You got to be shitting me. Yeah. 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 We'll have to see uh, how this all plays out. So uh, real quickly to get this one out of the way, I did go looking up information for uh, Rafe Badawi's condition. Nothing has changed. Imagine that. So as the recording of tonight's show, it has now been eight years, four months, 16 days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. And uh, on top of everything else, I'm sorry, I've got somebody who is trying to get in touch with me on Discord, and um, 
it's uh, I don't know when it is it's going on uh, even though they're saying it's important kind of in the middle of uh, kind of in the middle of the show right now so sorry about that trying to uh, see trying to do it on my phone at the same time as uh, as having discord running on my uh, uh, on my uh, uh, on my computer at the same time I'm afraid of, of, you know, disconnecting and all of a sudden having stuff streaming out that's, uh, you know, bad, wrong. You get the idea. Anyway. So, yeah, Stephanie, um, Stephanie was also saying, you know, I really hope Biden wins by massive margin. Uh, for what it's worth, I'll, I'll use two expressions because, you know, one of them is better than another. Um, from your lips to God's ears, it, 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 I'll, I'll use that one. And I think the other one is, um, a call and response, which is perfect. So say we all, you know, landslide is the only way you're going to see an inauguration when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it has got to be so decisive. Like it, this this cannot be a close race. This cannot be the photo finish of a made-for-TV movie. No. This has to be a nuke-from-orbit kind of result where it's like you, you could cry foul all you want, but the numbers, you, you it has to be something you cannot spin. Right. Yep, that's, that's definitely what I'm hoping and for. And it absolutely has to. Um, or not only will we have Trump still in the White House with his supporters, but his son, Don Jr., has already announced his intentions for 2024. Yeah, fuck him, because Joey and I are going to take it. We're going to sweep and, it. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. I, but you know. th- th- this is our last chance to try to you know get get him out fix the holes that, you know, where our checks and balances failed us and, uh, you know, make it to where this can't happen again. We got shit to do. This is just the beginning, but we'll, anyway, we'll get to the horrible scopes and stuff and we'll talk about this later. Yeah. So let's, let's go ahead and get that started over here. So <clears throat> as usual, of course, your horrible scopes for this week, those of you that do know what your astrological signs are great. Those of you that don't know it, please just make it up as you go along. Uh, by the way, as an aside, um, we know full well with everything being a, a problem child, we know full well that a lot of folks don't have quite as much disposable uh, capital as we would like. And that also goes for groups that handle endangered species and animal rehabilitation. And it is, you know, it, it is the time of the year where unfortunately animals will end up you know, going across the streets at night, you know, deer do that. Elk, moose, they don't care because, I mean, they'll, they'll plow through anything. But, you know, there, there, are, there are some animals that are going to be needing rehabilitation. So to kind of help out with that, uh, anything that you folks decide that you want to buy over at the Swag Store, which is over at store.hctv.com, any dollar is going to be matched and we're going to be donating that to the Tempura House, which is a local refinery for battered shrimp. 
If you don't have such a group in your area, please consider donating to a, a local animal shelter of your own choice. Just keep that in mind for later. We'd appreciate that. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> Work from here. Aries, stop being late all the time. There's only one time you're allowed to be late, and that's when you're referred to as the late Dent Arthur Dent. And if you don't get that reference, you're going to die with the Earth one day. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, Taurus. All you're missing are crayons and some tea candles to make this weekend perfect. Slightly melt the crayons, and you can literally paint with the pigments and wax. All you need to do is heat them to 55 degrees Celsius without burning the paper. Although, conversely, you could just take the paper off and... Well, actually, no, because then, you know, the hot wax on the fingers... Hey, look, I ain't, I'm not one to kink shame. Just, you know, that's not really my thing. That's yeah, finger painting with hot wax is really not suggested. Gemini. Time to unleash your inner Angus MacGyver. All you'll need to get through this week are Q-tip, a team of 1990s gladiator chicks, a giant squid, an inordinate quantity of unwaxed dental floss, and some knitting needles. Come to think of it, maybe you should use the waxed floss this time. Yeah, anybody that's already figured it out for yourselves, congratulations. Cancer Moonchild, you think you have no imagination. But if you randomly wake up in the middle of the night and write down your dreams, not only will you discover that you do have an imagination, but that you're pretty sure you're dropping acid while sleepwalking. No, I didn't write this one because of anything in particular. No reason. No yeah. reason whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That and 50 cents will get you on the subway. Anyways, Leo. Remember that parakeet your friend had when you were kids? Out would jump back and forth from perch to perch, chirping at you the whole time. Do you ever think that maybe that caged bird isn't so much singing as pleading desperately for its life to end? Birds are evolutionary, evolutionarily dinosaurs and have been around for millions of years. Tweety might have been a philosopher ready to end her dead-end existence. You know, to which I maintain, if, if Tweety was really aware of uh, the, the roots from which, honestly, I don't know if it's a he or she, but uh, Kane, uh, Sylvester would have been lunch on more than one occasion. True story. Yeah. Virgo, you shine like a fresh sheet of aluminum foil, pure and pristine, right in the manufacturing machine. Your sparkle only lasts until someone wraps you around a cardboard-constrained primordial universal hull. To be fair, most people stop shining at that point, too. So don't think you're that special this week. Yeah, there was the to be fair Roxanne was talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, that's my fault. All right, you know what? It's, I'll, I'll, I'll cough up the money for that one. Libra. Some people are born to greatness. Others have it thrust upon them. 
So obviously, whatever job you get this week should involve nepotism. We're not going to tell you who to hit up for a job because we want to have plausible deniability when the feds ask us about it later. Remember, the less we know, the less we have to lie about. I see as at the speed the feds go, you can scroll away all the money you've, you've earned and you don't have to worry about it. Anyway, Scorpio. Tighten the caps on all your medications this week. If you completely strip the threading off them, you're healthy. If you've tightened them so much you can't open them without tools, then you obviously need to work out more. Yeah, you got that one twice in a row now, didn't you? Yeah, I, I did too. I did too. Sagittarius. If you're looking to gain more online attention, just remember that self-immolation is not out of the question. If you know what the term means, you know that online attention isn't all that special. If you don't know what that means, well, can we interest you in a set of Encyclopedia Britannica? You know, I seem to recall George Carlin talking about that once. Encyclopedia Britannica? Uh, no, about the self-immolation. He was talking about the guy who made that famous and said, you know, that, that, that is a great way to get your point across. You know, it's true. Set yourself on fire. <laughs> hey, I mean, literally the Arab Spring thing back in 2009 hmm. was because some dude set himself on fire. Yeah. You know, and I, then I, government started falling and riots started happening. And yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I look at what's going on these days and I keep thinking, you know, Again, I'm 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 really channeling my inner asshole tonight because of the week I've had, but more people need to do that. <laughs> you know, I, I'd love to see a lot of these clout chasers do that and see how much money they get on their Twitch streams because really <laughs> we need less Twitch streamers like that. Yes. Just saying. You want to talk about the inner asshole? I'm the one who's thinking to himself, it's fewer. Capricorn, a great journey begins with just one step. Knowing your luck, those steps are written in Swedish. You thought wandering through the Ikea store was like a minotaur's maze? Why did you think the directions would be any easier? We had a very okay. long discussion about this last night. Yeah, and uh, okay, if you're going to start going after, you know, being pedantic about what I said about less versus fewer... Check your spelling, Shujin. Thank you. I'm sorry, what part do we want to go ahead and uh, rag me about that has not been handled by Google's online dictionary? Thank you very much. Swedish. And Minotaur. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> no, you're not. Neither of these come up as saying that they're wrong, and to the best of my recollection, they should be correct. Nope. At least they're not getting on my case about, why do you spell color with a U? Yeah, okay, you know what, that, that's that's the fault of your own freaking country. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah. This coming from the guy that's got plastic monopoly. You know what, do, go and do, do you, it's yours next, go and... Still picking up. At least, you know, at least our money can be made COVID safe. And it's washable. That's what I mean. Well, I mean, it can survive a trip through the, you know, if you leave them in the jeans pocket and wash them, they'll survive. Yeah, we, we just have to be careful that the authorities don't learn about that because, you know, money laundering, laundering. is still illegal. 
Hey, I got George Robb with that one a few years ago. Anyways, Aquarius. I hate when he's right. Bread is baked. Toast is broiled. French toast is battered and fried. Toaster strudel is a knockoff Pop-Tart. Melba toast is a glorified cracker. Throwing toast is a ceremonial obligation at a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Choose which of these items you want most this week and avoid the rest. <laughs> Memories. Yeah. I've got eggs. I've got a bread maker. But I'm missing the rum. Mm. I think I can still work on this. Pisces. The cold winds are finally arriving, so it's time to bring in your porch plants before they freeze. As it is, that succulent plant you've had outside all this time has been in abject agony. Those <coughs> are desert plants, not winter plants. Remember, if you're cold, so are they. Bring them inside. Try to remember that when uh, when when you start to see moose walking around outside. And just... <laughs> remember, if they're cold, you're cold. Wait, no, no. doesn't no. No. I mean, if you've got a if you've got a reciprocating saw, you might be able to get their antlers in the garage door, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure. Save, with the exception of like a you know forty below blizzard with winds that are making the snow go horizontal, they'll be okay. I'm just trying to do the math in my head. It's minus minus thirty two nine over five cold. Yeah, cold. Yeah, got it. Yeah, all right, that's fine. So those are your horrible scopes for this week. If you enjoyed them, beautiful. If you didn't, you can bribe us next time, and uh, you're on your own. Otherwise, good luck. And always remember, no matter how many times you roll a natural twenty, there's always that natural one waiting for you. So good luck. I should know. I've I've had more than my fair share of hitting that. So yay, joy, me. Mm. Yeah, am I RNG in, in games? You know, roll between one and 3,000. I usually end up rolling like a two or a three. And it's yeah. like, yeah, my yeah. RNG just hates me. Yeah. <clears throat> it is the way it is. Over in the live chat, by the way, since I didn't, uh, I, I did type over and say hi, but uh, Audrey, Shauna, hi. Thanks for joining us. So, okay. So the whole, we're in the end game now. Like I said, the last four years have been, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to say it. And, and even though I'm not the medically trained one in the group, I think that I'm not going to get uh, nearly as much shit on for this one as I did for my spelling, apparently. Fuck you guys, by the way. Uh, we're traumatized. Over here in the States. I don't think that, excuse me, some of us have been traumatized. The rest of us are apparently sycophants. Sounds about right, guys. Yeah. I've got a couple of, uh, I got a couple of uh, houses in my, I'm not going to say neighborhood exactly. I mean, I, I live out in the sticks, but I've got more than, 
what I feel comfortable with seeing placards up that have been uh, less than complimentary, shall we say. So even though you know, even even though I'm I'm way out here in the in the boonies, I don't feel exactly comfortable putting up anything for showing party affiliation right now. Hell, I've even thought about when when we when we got this house built. My wife's father, my 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 father-in-law, my dad, he gave us uh, an American flag to put on the front, on the porch, which, you know, it's, it's not a huge thing or anything like that. It's, it's a nice, small size, it's a three by five, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice personal one for the house to go along with that, by the way, at all, we had also bought two other ones, one Italian, one Japanese, because the majority of my family history is Italian and for Fuji half you know is is direct from japan because mom was literally directly from japan so you know we would we would occasionally put out all three uh, you know all three flags and i have not put out any flags in a very long time at this point and i've actually considered once in a while taking the american flag putting it out on the front and hanging it upside down even though I've got a very long distance between the street and my house, because I mean, you know, out in the middle of the, you know, out in the middle of the sticks, you know, who's, who's really going to see it, but you know, so to say that we've kind of had to hunker down with each other, give each other whatever support that we can, even though we can't, we can't go to each other's houses and cuddle up under a blanket and just hold each other, which, believe me, I wish that was something that could be far and away more normalized. You know, I think, I think not too very long ago, uh, Bridget helped me out on this one. I think there were, there were some, um, coffee bars of, of sorts that we're trying to normalize this kind of thing where folks could actually like have like cuddle spaces to just have coffee, watch, you know, whatever, whatever TV thing is going on at the time and just, you know, just be physically social with each other without having to worry about creeps. Yeah. I, I miss days like that, you know? Yeah. You and me both a bunch of the rest of us too. Oh, TP, by the way. Hi. Good to see you over there too. And, you know, we, we can't, we can't do this. We can't risk the socialization, pardon me, the physical socialization. Because, well, as, as Bridget shared over on Facebook, man, there is a big difference between the big red splotches between, uh, between Canada and the U.S. right now. And uh, I'll say it publicly, like I said on Facebook, uh, if it stays like this, don't fucking open that border. I don't care. Yeah. Line the highway between Alaska and the U.S. with, you know, the murder chickens and keep them there so nobody gets off the goddamn highway again. Actually, no. I'll, I'll just, uh, we'll just hire a bunch of guys from Manitoba to sit on the border with shoot-on-site orders. 
I'm on board. I'm on board with this. Yeah, it's like you can say, I'm COVID negative. No, you're crossing the line. Bang, goodbye. <sighs> you know, sorry. Uh, can't equality, run risk. after all. Can't, can't trust you. If we can't believe what your president says out of his mouth, why the fuck should we trust what you say out of yours? I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Maybe it was the alcohol talking. Yeah, bullshit, it's not the alcohol talking. This is way yeah, I've been okay. feeling for years. Well, it's, you, it's you know, our and, and whole society, <laughs> Shuja, not yeah, just the president. I was going to say, not, not believing your president, that's something I've... That's a practice I've had since I could talk. Uh, these days, I honestly... It's, it's like, oh, you're an American and you're wearing a suit and you work in front of a camera. Yeah, I don't believe this. I don't even believe you're human anymore. Yeah, we will see. Uh, and yeah, but, but with the COVID, I mean, even like, uh, you know, the the doctors are having, you know, um, what do you call it? You know, uh, video medicine, telemedicine. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're doing exams, things like that, you know, uh, based off a of webcam and, and microphone. <laughs> And <laughs> no, I mean, actually, it's it's no, a no, good no, way no, to no, get... bridge. As soon as you said, you know, like a, a medical medical examinations over webcam, the first thing that came to my mind was something a heretic woman brought oh, us yeah. to for a while ago the the Skype exorcism and put that finger down, or next time I'm gonna break it. No, 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 um, no, 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 there, no, no, there's, there's, there's a reason why I, I've got this. Um, well, actually, uh, but, but I sorry. wanted to, to finish my thought, yes, go. um. One of you know the uh, person that I go to that I have as a therapist, they had tested the waters as far as like having you know some off you know office visits resume some sort of normalcy. They had two practitioners that were willing to come in and take you know patients in the office again until they you know discovered that even their patients were lying to them about their. COVID exposure and possible exposure and closed back down. And if you're going to lie to your therapist, I mean, damn, Skippy. What is it, <laughs> you know? what is it the Dr. House always said? Everybody lies. Yep. Okay, so the the two things. Uh, where was, uh, where was uh, um, Stephanie? Yes, you actually called it correctly. Flying uh, flying a national flag upside down in maritime is an international signal for distress. Yeah, being that I lived near the ocean, you know, I, it's one of those items I always knew because I just, just did. And being in the military, I knew that that was also the universal sign of distress as well. Yeah. Or the flag code. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other item was... Um, as far as to doing telemedicine, uh, there were there were kind of two things about this. At one point, believe it or not, uh, I don't know where the hell it is at this point. Uh, I had gotten a a webcam for my wife's computer at the time, so that well, I mean, we actually used it to take digital pictures once in a while while she was doing outpatient of uh, of the spot that ended up uh, showing up on her chest. And because I had a T-square that I would use for leatherworking, yes, I know, leave me alone, we were actually able to put it up, like, right next to her skin and get a picture with it and send that in an email to her oncologist while she was still, you know, at home. 
and mm-hmm. just said, instead of, you know, instead of just going into the place and saying, hey, could you take a look at this? Just send it into him. And it's just like, no, that's great. Thank you. That, give, that gives me a lot of information to work off of right from there. All right. Um, and, you know, kept up to date as to what was going on. Yeah, and most insurers in the past have not covered telemedicine as a legitimate you know, medical service, but especially with um, you know COVID and all that, the um, you know uh, to get to give it like person name, you know the the people at the federal level that make the Medicare and uh, safety medical guidelines for the country uh, forced other insurance pay payers to allow telemedicine visits and pay for them the same as they would an office visit mm. at least until the end of the year. Yeah. Considering yeah. how crazy everything is, that doesn't. Yeah. But I mean, me. it had, I mean, it had to be like, you know, federal law, you will comply and do this before, you know, telemedicine became a covered benefit, but it, you know, for right now, major carriers have to pay the claims. And so, yeah, that's a good thing. And it should have been done years ago. It's a lot more efficient. And, you know, if you have a serious problem, yeah, you need to get that checked out. But if you're just, you know, think that you have a case of sinus infection or you have a weird rash that you need looked in or whatever, there's no need to go haul yourself into the doctor for that when they can look at it over webcam and go, yeah, and call you in, you know, some antihistamines or something. I mean, there's just, yeah. We're so backwards. God. Yeah, well, okay. I, I I wasn't throwing shade at, at telemedicine per se. It's just that mm-hmm. as soon as you mentioned that, it just the, the oh, I, I get you. thing just pinged in my head. Oh I yeah, mean, I wouldn't recommend getting a colonoscopy over a webcam. Oh no, it'd <laughs> <laughs> be amusing, but I would not recommend it. Okay, okay. Well, look, I, I, look. I don't want to know. I don't want to know either one of you two's um, Pornhub browsing history. Okay, I just don't <laughs> need to know that shit. Thank you very much. No, no. I'm now. Well, I'm I'm behind thirty seven firewalls in a, in a in a VPN, so it's not a big thing. You, you do your thing, and then I got I got a, I got a thing that kind of follows up on that, so don't go too yeah. far away. Well, no, like okay. So this week was it? The, yeah, it actually was this week. Um, Wait a minute. I had a doctor. Oh no. You, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. This week I had a doctor's appointment. It was over the phone. Uh, now it was, it was minor. It was just to get a, a prescription refilled because he actually has to reissue it every three months. Cause he likes to monitor what I'm doing which and is, how my progress is, which is good depending on which medications they are, of course. Well, yeah. And how well they they affect me. So, yeah. you know, he asks me, uh, okay, you know, how, how have you been feeling? I said, well, I was feeling great right up until I ran out of the stuff. And then two days later, I was not feeling so good. He says, well, when you were on, when you had the meds, how was it? Good. Uh, do you have a chart? Yes, I do. I'll send it to you. So I emailed him a spreadsheet where I've been tracking my, my blood pressure. Um, he's supposed to be sending me a, uh, a lab requisitions sheet that I fill out in January, which means I actually go get a blood test. But then he faxed, yes, he faxed my prescription requisition to a pharmacy of my choosing. I then left home, drove to the pharmacy, said, my doctor put this in. They called up my thing. Like, here it is. Give me 20 minutes. Went to a little shopping, come back, bing, bang, boom, out the door. So, yeah. And the thing about that, well, of course, doctor visits like that to, to a GP up here are covered under the provincial health which I think I talked about at length last week. 
oh, sure. how, it, how it works out here. So there is no quibbling over insurance because we have that, that one base layer that, well, we, we've got our colorful political personalities up here as well. Yes, you do. Although, although let's face it, uh, you guys definitely got the got the balls out thing, and I know I'm not talking a tube in context. Um, but if one of those personalities started messing with that particular piece of our provincial benefit structure, well, <clears throat> you'd find out what the backup is to the murder chickens. And that's a lot of angry ranchers. No doubt right there. Um, angry armed ranchers. So, Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say angry armed murder chickens for a second. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind of three. redundant. No, no, no. That's phase three. We don't talk about that. Okay. Good point. Um, it, what I was, what I was thinking about was that uh, I, re- I don't remember how far back it was, but I remember, oh God, it's been a long time now. It, this this could ease this could easily be uh, an advertisement that stretches back from two thousand, where IBM had these promotional uh, commercials that were on, and one of them was talking about how you could collect a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of food at a supermarket, just guys walking through. And he's got this big ass trench coat, and he's just putting meat into pockets on the inside, in, in breast pocket inside, down the sides, hold them in the sleeves or whatever the hell it was. And he goes to walk out, and he walks through the you know what would otherwise look like uh, uh, the security scanners, and the security guy over there is just like, "Excuse me, sir," because it's beeping, and the guy stops. The security guard reaches over, rips off the uh, the receipt tape, and says. Don't forget your receipt because everything from the way that they were kind of describing stuff with this, everything would have a way of just automatically figuring out what did you buy or what are you taking out of the store? Let's purchase it. Let's run it through your credit. Bing, bang, boom, done. You don't even have to stop. You just, and I mean, that's, that's doable. Well, that's that's doable. Now, yeah. b- b- before you get yep. into that one really quickly, the other piece of it that was really the, the, the kicker for me was remembering how there was a guy who was working on his car engine who had a little probe, a little video probe, so that he was actually basically um, basically Zoom calling or Skype calling or whatever the hell it was at the time with another mechanic somewhere else and was showing him, okay, so this is the piece that I'm having the problem with and the mechanics talking to him is just like, yeah, okay. I see what you're talking. You need to move it off to the right a little bit more. Oh yeah. Okay. Right over here. And that was the piece that reminds me. And that's the one where for me, it's like, this is what's happening with face to face medical stuff online now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and what was it? This is a few years ago. I remember it was one of my news of the awesome segments on on the friday show uh the xbox has a pc you can get for it called the connect it's mm-hmm. basically a motion a motion camera type thing 
and there was somebody who was working on using an Xbox and a Kinect. And the fact that the, the controllers had force feedback capabilities. Okay, basically, with an Xbox controller, if you get hit, like, in a game, yeah. the controller shakes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and what they were going to do... back in the day, but this is... All... Yeah, but, but what they wanted to do was remote robotic surgery using the so basically if you were in an accident and or you know you needed you needed a special surgery to be done for whatever reason but the only place you could get it was on the other side of the country the idea was that the surgeon could be sitting at their desk or in their control room and manipulate the robotic surgeon at your hospital to operate on you with him just using the controller. And the fact that it did force feedback, you know, that, that way he's not, you know, cutting into the bone, you know, like he, you know, tap, tap, tap the bone. He actually feels it on the joystick. Yep. At the time it, it was a third party hack to try to do proof of concept. I, I wish I'd followed up on it. This was years ago. I think, I think Ginny was still on the show when, when I broke that one. It's so it's, a, it's been a while. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible. Uh, for what it's worth, this thing, I don't know about the force feedback part, but this thing has been in operation here in Buffalo at uh, at yeah. Roswell Park. So, yeah, that is that is a reality. And that's yeah, I think, freaking amazing. Yeah, I think this one could have been an alternative, like one that wasn't going to cost, you know, millions and millions of dollars and, you know, be a more... Uh, dare I say a portable type solution, but yep, there is that, um, TP. Okay. There's a bunch of stuff that's been going on over in the chat. And I think it's, it's fair that we get to a couple of these really quickly and, and kind of backtrack back the bunny holes just a little bit. Uh, TP secret was saying, uh, shoot, just put a plug in the car and the mechanic didn't know what's wrong. Yes, but don't forget the 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 piece that IBM was showing off was looking at the actual physical parts of the engines, which is a little bit of a different animal to be able to explain. Okay, you see that notch that's right over there? Yeah, that's that's a problem because that's not supposed to be there, and that's here's what's going to be happening with the, you get the end there. Yeah. Um, backtracking. Uh, where was? Uh, Jack Black's new uh, video for uh, the time warp and go out and get your ass to voting. Yeah, seen that. I. You know what? I don't know that I necessarily like Jack Black, but I cannot fault him for his enthusiasm. Not by a long shot. So. You know, props, props on that one. Absolutely. Um, Stephanie has also said the infection is out of control in the country. Half million infections per day over in the UK. Yeah, the lockdowns uh, have been issued. I, I saw that earlier. And yeah, I'm. I'm scared for a lot of regions, including for you guys. It's mm. it's been. It, it's it's been nuts. And to think that. All of this, forgive me, all this shit has been going on, and 
it's completely overblown the attacks that happened in Paris. Mm-hmm. You know, in, well, in, in France. I don't remember exactly what, what city town it was in. I, I know the one you're talking about. It was Nice. Nice, yeah. Yeah, it was Nice, yeah. and it was three people that were uh, stabbed. Yeah. You know, what have I got to do? do? Do I have to go back into the archives and find the whole We Are Charlie Hebdo, uh, you know, voice things again? I Just guess. wait. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, I that did pop up on my radar. Um, yeah. And, you know, the, you know, that it was a, a Muslim religious type of attack, but it didn't even make the news here yeah. at all. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. And I think Deutsche Welle may, may have brought it up in their news, but that's the only news that's on the, you know, on the TV right now that my husband's watching is Deutsche Welle. And uh, getting the news from Germany. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the last item that uh, pretty much ties into everything that's been going on over here. And uh, it's it's safe to say that this is one that. You know, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I don't I don't care if I'm tipping an F-bomb right about now. Fucking blows my mind and fucking terrifies me all at the same time. The. Biden-Harris bus that was surrounded on the road like it was a stagecoach getting rounded up by the Bart boys coming in here with their six shooters ready to go ahead and rob the stagecoach and 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 driving their cars sideways into some poor person's car to try and knock them off the road and attack them. Okay. I'm not. And it only gets worse from there, though, Shujin, the follow-ups that I'm seeing on this. Because this is a, 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 sto- a story that's being updated as it goes on. And this was Texas, by the way. Yes, this was Texas. It was on I-35. And as more details have come out, I mean, at first I saw the video, which was horrifying enough. True. And then Trump encouraging the behavior at, of said video and encouraging the people to keep it up. This. Um, I didn't hear Alan, about. Okay. Yeah, Alan West, who is the head of the GOP uh, party in the state, uh, one of the local papers reached out to him for comment on what are your comments regarding this thing. And his response was, I don't remember it verbatim, but it was, you know, three Trump supporters were executed in these, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, places in Portland, whatever, whatever, whatever. So this is... Yeah, this is fair play, was what it came down to. And um, and then, you know, the Biden campaign issues, you know, a statement that says, you know, this is flat out intimidation that is not acceptable. And he ended up having to cancel an event in Austin, you know, that was scheduled due to this incident. I mean, the initial video was bad enough, but the you know, follow up responses were just even worse. And I, I'll have to go back and find you, um, you know, on Twitter where this has all gone. It's just really, it's insane. And then Trump actually encouraging more of this behavior. Really? Del, is he trying? Is he trying to lose? No, he's trying to get people stirred up and, and killed. And you know that little stunt that he pulled with stranding those people in the freezing cold at that rally? A couple of nights ago in Wisconsin, 
he did the same goddamn thing tonight in Pennsylvania. Bragged about how he passed some executive order and you know, signed it on Marine One as he was flying over the crowd, which is true, he did this. Uh, you know, all these people are like, yay, yay, he cares for us. And then they're all crammed in together and he takes off and the little shuttles that were supposed to, you know, that took them there, that were supposed to bring them back were not around. They were left stranded. Again. And, and then come to find out, he's also got post-campaign rally events for after election day. I'm like, what in the fuck? Jesus Christ. What in the fuck? Really? You know, that that there is hubris right there because yes. he seems to think that uh, he's got this in the bag. And if he doesn't, he's not going to go away. Well, why would you keep campaigning after the election? But that I'm, is what he is doing. I'm pretty sure that he's doing the campaigning thing, or he he set those dates under the assumption that he's going to win. Because quite no. frankly, if he no no look, if he does this after the campaign then his credibility will be, he'll be self-torpedoing himself because after that, all it, it's all it is then is just, you know what? I'm going to go on the road and do my stand-up routine because that's what all I want. He's hoping to influence the SCOTUS because he says, if I win, you know, a few days later, oh, th thank you, SCOTUS. He's thinking that the Supreme Court could be lobbied to appoint him, and that's what this is about. And that's why... I said at the beginning of the show, the numbers have to be so, so decisive huge. that SCOTUS can't even like SCOTUS go like, what do you want us to do with this? Yeah. Why are bringing it before us? Because and, and, and further to the point, why are you even asking us to do this? Because that's not our job. Right. Yeah. But he's counting on SCOTUS to reappoint him. That is the deal. Oh, that is. And the last, and, and, and if that's the case, then there, there's a, uh, there's a word for that, and it's called hypocrisy. Well, two of his appointees will do that. That's why he put them on there. Mm. He knows. Yeah, there's uh, there's two pieces about three pieces about all this that uh, that I want to kind of get to. I'm going to make it two because one of them has got to do with uh, how SCOTUS is run, and that's that's a completely different animal for another day. Yeah. Um, from from the from the chat, TP is right. Where it, Please forgive me. I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase just a little bit because it it gets the point across a little bit better. Where the fuck was Secret Service? Now I'm saying that because I don't know if this was just a moving billboard, effectively, or if there was somebody who is actually on board who should have had Secret Service level protections. We don't know. Don't know. But. That is an excellent question. That is really an excellent question. As a sideways to that, um, why the fuck isn't uh, Secret Service part of the Treasury? Uh, we talked about that before, but that's a whole yeah, other got, stupidity thing. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Um, crap. Where was where was the uh, where was the other thing that I was uh, thinking about with this? Oh. This is something we kind of need to talk about because this this ties into the whole piece and it, it really does tie into our overall. Um, and it's it's a story that I saw earlier tonight and it 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 breaks my heart. 
And for me to say that with all that I have been through and what I've dealt with, there is someone who was battling cancer, got early voting information and gave it in in September. Mm. And a few days later lost their battle. And I think this was over in Wisconsin. They're going to void her fucking vote. Because she's not alive right now. Yep. I found out that this was a thing in about a dozen states where they can void your vote if you voted absentee or by mail and you are no longer of the living come election day. There are roughly another dozen that say that's perfectly fine, we'll count it, and a couple of other locations where it's kind of, the word is Mm ill-defined. Here is my position on it. You can fight me on this hill. I will die with a bullet between my eyeballs for this one. If you have put in your vote and you are a legal voter, there is no way for you to retrieve that vote. It is locked in. It deserves to be counted because it was accepted by the organization as a vote. I agree with you. Absolutely, I agree with you. If the vote was postmarked and then you died, you put in your vote. If you walked in, voted, and you had a heart attack and keeled over dead before you left the building, your vote counted. The ignorance. What's the word that I'm looking for? Ignomy? I don't even know if I'm I'm thinking of the right word. I don't remember. I don't think that I've used this word in in years for any reason whatsoever. It's it's simply unconscionable to me. Well, and the tactics that people are using now to invalidate votes and have them thrown out are just unlike anything I have ever seen in my life. I'm floored, you know, now that there's going to be a court case that has to be settled by Monday in, you know, Harris County, Texas, where, you know, curbside voting, you know, has been allowed. And especially with COVID going on, it's necessary. And, you know, that's it's been in the rules for months that this has been agreed to by all parties and this is okay. And at the last minute... You know, the GOP decides to file a a suit to invalidate 100,000 votes that were done curbside voting. You know, at the last minute, they decided this was a problem. And so uh, the judge is probably going to toss out those ballots on Monday. So that's 100,000 people in a heavily Democratic stronghold that just lost their, you know, vote. Oof. I hope I'm wrong. But with the judge that was drawn to hear this case, um, he is definitely a GOP, uh, I don't know what you want to call him, a lackey. He will go along with it and throw them out. 
Dallin, I want to get your I want to get your your piece on this one, but I want to add a little bit of color onto this one. When I was talking with Jake yesterday, reminding you all that Jake is in Australia, New South Wales, uh, th- that uh, they've got elections also going on there. He even said he commented about how completely insane our system is over here, saying that if he was out of town. If he was in a different state, reminding you, the states in Australia are rather sizable, kind of like each of the territories up there, he would still be able to cast a vote from a different state, even so. Even for the locals. So with all that, knowing full well that you guys have got uh, guys running for federal elections who pour syrup on their bodies and, and, and squirm in front of the camera. You know, I'm... That that cool vote that, you know, from the ISS, that may end up being thrown out just because reasons. Depends on uh, the way that she voted. And, you know, if it's not in favor of the GOP, they'll find some reason to... Nullify her vote, even though she bothered to cast it from space. Just saying. It's gotten so bullshit here. It hasn't always been this way, and it, there's no reason for it to be this way. Here I was trying to figure out why I couldn't get a word, and it's because I was muted. Oh, well, that that will have something to do with it. Yeah. Um. No, it, when it comes to federal elections up here, I can do the same thing. Now, the only time I ever got caught in that lurch was uh, the first, the the year I moved to the province I live in now uh, was an election year. But I was a student. Students were treated a little bit differently because I was still had my provincial ID and everything from the last province I lived in. So there was a bit of a kerfuffle there for me to, I had to wait a little while before I could, I could vote. It it took a bit, but yeah, ultimately, yeah. If you are a citizen of this country and there is an election going on, you could go in anywhere, show your ID, show your social insurance number, which is our version of social security number. Um, they'll cross-reference you like, okay, yep, you're good go vote. And then they say, okay, this person has voted. Here's my thing. And this is where I have a small issue with the mail-in voting. And it's got nothing to do with logistics, okay? No. What it has to do with is the fact that, now, again, maybe I don't, maybe I just don't know this, but the voting card is sent to you. You get it in the mail. It is addressed to you, correct? Correct. Yes. When you send it back, is your name on it? It is in a sealed envelope within a sealed envelope. Right. So the, uh, as, as I've understood it to date, the outer Yes, the outermost envelope is generic return to 
a local elections board. Mm-hmm. Inner uh, says uh, has basically the uh, uh, the affidavit that says. Um, I am such and such and so and so. I am voting. My vote isn't closed, and here's my signature to prove that I'm me, so that it can be cross referenced off of the off of the the register and just say yes, this is a valid person. Okay, ballot is inside. Dump it into the rest of everything. It's is now been accepted, and nobody sees it until after where all of those votes who have now been effectively randomized and no identifying information is uh, is figurable from there. And it's it's just into the pile. And the way that we typically run it around over here is that there has to be both of the major parties. I know, folks, I know there are more than that, but, you know, be realistic about who's got, you know, 49% and 49% for lack of a better way of putting it, will both be there to ensure that the rules are followed, T's are dotted, I's are crossed, and, you know, stuff is put where it's supposed to go, and nobody's doing anything funky. That's the way it's supposed to work. And you can tell DJ Cynic over here is saying that very firmly, making sure that he's not chewing through his tongue stuck way the fuck into his sinuses. Well, given the fact that I've I've seen news reports of postal workers dumping ballots of mm-hmm. one collecting person them. collecting them and then dumping them, yeah. yep, hoarding them. I've I've, uh, I've heard yeah, about that one too. Hoarding them, uh, putting them away until election night, and saying, "Oh, I forgot about these." Uh, and then there was the guy who set one of the voting boxes on fire. fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you know, I'm going to be perfectly honest here. I used to watch the news about, you know, countries out in the Middle East that were holding elections like this. And there you would see things about voter intimidation or ways to sway the election or ways to discredit the votes of the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, you know, it's a good thing we live over here because that would never. Oh yeah, uh, it's 2020, mm-hmm. and we we're, seeing, servers. We still, we're, we we're seeing a level of zealotry when it comes to this. Now, on the other side of it, I did get some numbers today about how many people have voted. Oh, so oh, oh, yeah, oh, S- yeah. significant. Yeah, um, to say the number is significant compared to the last election is an understatement. If memory serves, the numbers that I've been seeing from the local news for my county have said that we've got roughly double, roughly double, a little bit over, if I remember correctly, the number of uh, the number of um, early votes. Yeah, that number is is roughly double. And I as think far as said, I'm concerned, keep those numbers rolling, baby. I think they said. I, I, I think they said in Texas, they've cataloged more votes than were cast in the in the federal election nationally last time. What? Mm. Yeah. That's, I don't know. But when, one thing that really fuck out to me is, at least in Texas, with their early voting and things, is how 
large of the under 30 crowd showed up mm-hmm. to vote that there was a 610% increase over the last under age 30 vote for the uh, you know elections 610% and that came out to like a something like 700k turnout for under 30s in Texas so far which was just amazing that's record setting they're they're invested they're involved Trying to get some numbers here. Yeah, I pulled up part of the numbers uh, for... You know what? It, it, it doesn't matter, because this is a large county. I, I've said that I live out here in the Buffalo area. The county that Buffalo, New York resides in is Erie County. By the way, for those of you that are on the other end of the state, Brooklyn is also known as Kings County. So yes, you've got Kings and Queens so every time that you hear about uh, the the King of Queens, for me it's just like guys, you you don't have you don't know how much cringe that is for me to hear the name. All right, whatever, you know, it's yeah, whatever. Anyway, okay, I, I was wrong. Um, so according to Wikipedia, uh, the number of votes in 2016 was uh, 136 million and change. Right, roughly a third of the country. Yeah, mm-hmm. but right now in Texas, 9.7 million votes so far, which is 57% of the state's registered voter base has voted early. Now, if you also bring into account the fact that, you know, there are some people who are going to go out and vote on the third, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Come hell or high water, they're going to do it. Uh, I think this. I, I think this particular election cycle is going to be numerically one of the most significant in recent history. Yes, good. For and us. and to to that, all I could really say, and you know, to quote whatever the hell his name was from StarCraft Two, "Hail, it's about damn time." True that. I mean, at least this is not, you know, we don't see voter apathy going on right now, which is a change. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? I think that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. That, you know, look, the, the, the zealotry and the outright dumbassery of so many things I've seen in these past couple of years leading up to this, I can almost brush it down. I, I can I can almost look past it when I see the fact that people are actually engaged in this one and that they want their voices heard and that they I, I think some people want that decisive number that again that I mentioned before oh, you know yeah. th- th- this is this is if this is a victory on either side that is a squeaker as in almost too close to call. If this is one another of, 2000 Florida, yeah, there is going to be blood. Well, one of two things is going to happen. This well, actually, no, I, 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 one of two things is going to happen. And a third thing I know is going to happen. The, the one of the two things that's going to happen is either a, there will be no more presidents. Right. Because you'll never get this one resolved. Right. Uh, two, Nancy Pelosi will be the president. And I'm sorry. I don't think anybody wants that. Well, it's better than what we've got currently. I believe the expression you're looking for is it could be a hell of a lot worse. 
because it has. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, but the third, um, you may as well shut down Portland, Minneapolis, and all those other places because there's going to be nothing left of them. Right. They're going to burn. Actually, they're going to burn the states. Mm-hmm. Like you, you guys. Well, I heard this said once before. If Trump wins, America burns. Yeah. Yeah. If Biden wins, America burns. Yep. Uh, I if saw Biden, an interview. Yeah, well, I saw Biden an interview. Wins, and, then he's Trump is going to burn the shit to the ground on his way out the door. Well, I, I saw an interview today from somebody in Portland. And they said, yeah, we don't care. You haven't 100% defunded the police yet. And until that happens, we're going to keep burning your damn city. And this was from a Canadian news network. So... Uh, this was not Fox News. This was not CNN. Right. So what they're basically saying is we don't give a damn unless our demands are met. Yeah, we're going to tear the city to we're going to tear the city apart. So again, I'm not taking any sides. But if you think Biden is going to be the magic Alka-Seltzer pill that's going to put all this shit out. You're He's dead wrong. We've got a lot of work to do. Oh, we're gonna you've got. To, you've we're going to have to find a way to restore so the checks and balances that have failed us so horribly that have worked when you have honorable people that abide by the rule of law. I mean, yeah. even Nixon had enough respect for the office and the rule of law that he was. Res- I mean, it was close, but he had enough to where he resigned. You yeah. know, you know, you know like what you he should do? have. All of these people that have been in office for longer than Shujin and I have been alive mm-hmm. need to be voted out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These, these people, and I use the term establishment because that's really what they are. They, these are the people that have done nothing but have gotten rich off of backdoor deals where it was fuck the public. Yeah. We're in it for ourselves. There has to be more than tra- more than checks and balances, Bridge. There has to be absolute transparency. There needs to be accountability. We need to get back to the rule of law and where the president doesn't have as much power as he or she does, and where the uh, you know Senate leader can't effectively stop policy just because um, you know that yes. has got to change and. The thing that I'm afraid of is even if Biden does win in a landslide and it's decisively in his favor, Trump has put in mechanisms now that are legal, that on his way out the door, he's going to fire every civil servant that we have, regardless of who it's Dr. Fauci or whomever. They are now officially at will. He can let them go without cause of any reason. And I will bet you my next 10 year salary on his way out the door, anybody with any experience in that administration at all, he's going to fire him. Yeah. And we're going to have to redo it from scratch. Uh, Two items. One, Shauna, can you say something here? Type away, please. By all means, there is nothing off the table at this point whatsoever. Trust me, because you guys know for well, my, (laughs) where my brain goes Every once in a while on some of this shit, oh yeah, you know full well there's there's stuff probably dragging around in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I did pull up the I did pull up the numbers. Erie County, New York, 
which Buffalo, New York, depending as to how where you draw the, the delineation lines, is the second largest city in New York and isn't the capital, no less, by the way. Registered voters in this county, 630, let's call it 630,000. As of... As of one day ago, one of the local radio uh, TV stations has said that over 137,000 ballots have been cast so far. A sixth of the votes have already gone in for e- for early voting. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty impressive. Now, I know full well that there are good portions of this county that are rural. And we know full well that, for whatever stupid reason, rural areas tend to vote Republican. Why? I don't know. Seriously, because, I really no, just I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Cultural thing. Well, partially there is that, but the, the, the actual nut and bolts of it all, I don't go, go, go ahead. Give me. Yeah. Because the Democrats are considered the urban people. They are the city voters. They are California. They are New York. They are Chicago. And they don't give two shits about what goes on in the sticks everywhere else. That is what they think. That is why they are against them. The, and the, there hasn't been a whole lot of effort on that. I'm going to not say educated. I'm just going to say elites. Okay. Because they, but, and okay, maybe, yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they are Ivy league and maybe they do look down their nose at a lot of people, which they do. Remember, I had to work with a lot of these people. I know what I'm talking about. I got you. I got you. So there is that. And that is why a lot of rural voters, they, you know, the, the term, you know, all those damn city slickers. Yeah. There's a reason that's called that the war of northern aggression. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't seem to recall. Let's see. I, I was in Idaho not too long ago, and uh, it's about as north as you can get. And uh, there was a little bit of urbanness there, but there was a lot of out in the sticks, too. I, yeah. I, I, it's not a north-south thing. It is a city versus not city thing. Depends on the, the way I see of the it. country. One thing that was really interesting is, you know, Tracy Harris and I have been having, you know, some discussions about some things. And she's been pointing out, you know, like how in the U.S. we have racial issues here that are systemic. Yeah. And I went down the rabbit hole as far as like this whole Southern Pride Confederacy flag, blah, 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 as far back down that hole as I could go and in the South and we haven't been born and raised in the South. Now there's a lot more to this dynamic that I was not aware of having to do with the, you know, the civil war and slavery and all that stuff that actually the, 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 you know, slur poor white trash actually came from slaves who were actually treated better than the poor rural folks. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, seriously, don't roll your eyes, Shujin. You can no, go on Wikipedia I'm, and study no, this I'm, out. I'm, I'm not rolling my eyes. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of it. Technically, I'm rolling my eyes, but it's not for what you think. It's, f- for me, it's that. How did this shit happen? It's not something that, you know, I, I had I had something that I was going to talk about uh, anyway that was sideways to the whole damn thing. But you know what? Fuck all that noise at this point. I know, I know. I've used up my, my allotment of F-bombs before. We all have. 10, we, used, we used them up for the next year. But, but we're going to throw, we're gonna have to throw the 10. Yeah. <laughs> but at, at, at this point, Maybe. our next power of 10, well, the only thing we'll be able to discuss is My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I don't, I'm very glad I stopped myself right there because I don't need this out on the air right now. (laughs) Hold on a second. 4.5% alcohol by volume, one pint, eight ounces. You know what? This is not eight freaking ounces. Blow me. What the hell even? Now, you know um, what? I can't, I can't even say this. All right. Here's, 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 here's where it... This problem of inequality, never mind racial, mm-hmm. but economic and political, leave the racial part aside for just a half a second, but it's coming back. Mm-hmm. The problem that we have got, that we are dealing with, this absolute nuclear dumpster fire that is the 21st century so far. This whole thing predates me. Yep. It predates Bridget. It predates, in some cases, several states' inclusion into the Union. I've said it I don't know how many damn times. This country, this bunch of absolute brilliant minds and absolutely colossally fucked up people think that the best way of dealing with shit in this country, for whatever reason, is to push it off until it's a looming juggernaut in front of you and then finally... Whip the steering wheel to the left and let's finally either avoid it or, or, or sideways slam into it and hope that we fix whatever the hell it is. It's never a matter of a nice slow curve around whatever the problem is going to be in order to correct early so that it's less painful and you've got better ideas as you go along. No. My goddamned country is just absolutely entrenched in the idea of barrel on, barrel on, barrel on, barrel on. Oh, we need to change things. Nah, just plow through it. Who cares? Barrel on, barrel on. Yeah. And nobody stops to think, um, guys, there's a lot of damage that's being done over here. Um, even when we made the railroads, the only times where we barreled on through a big hunk of rock 
unless you're witchy bunny, in which case it's Minecraft is a totally different thing, is when you didn't have a choice and you couldn't curve around the big rock in front of you, otherwise known as a mountain. And even then, if you'd gotten a couple of Norwegians on the job, they could have fixed you up. Yeah. I can, I can speak to that later, but I just wanted to point out what Shauna put in chat. What did I miss? Uh, well, when he's, when she asked if she could say something and you said, yes, I've had this conversation with her many times and I agree with it. It's not just the president, but it's the house and Congress. Yeah. See that there. We need term limits on both of them because they are the number one reason that, you know, there's a, there's a phrase going around and again, because I do try to go a little more center because, well, well, you don't want to yeah. turn as red as I do, apparently. Well, right and now. not only that, I no, and not only that, I because, Shit, because I did, I'm I? because I'm outside of the country, you know, I tend to look at things a little more objectively because I can. I I, I have that no, I have the ability to look at things from a different perspective. Oh, because I'm, I'm not in the trenches. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing with that at all. Plus, yeah. you've got this hour's got 22 minutes, so you get a you get a very good idea as to what's going on. Oh, exactly. But anyways, there's a phrase I've heard, and it is, and it's one that I I know old Donnie Boy probably came up with, but it's the do nothing Democrats. Yeah. And one of the things that was said in one of the debates, and okay, I'm probably going to take some heat for this, but you know, again, I'm Canadian, so fuck all of us. Trump said to Biden. I've done more in 48 months than you have done in 47 years. Whether that is a lie or, or not, it does bring something to the fore. That there are people in the Senate, in the House, that have been there for almost longer than you and I have been alive, Shujin. And if you were to actually look at their performance record... In the business world, they would have been on their ass on the street a year after being hired. So, again, I'm not thrown in with either with one camp or another, but that phrase does bring a lot of it, it does bring up a point. And Sean is saying the same thing: is that these people need to be term limited for one thing. Yeah. There has to be accountability. I'm saying there has to be transparency. Because a civil servant making who's, you know, going into this making, you know, 50,000 a year, conservatively speaking, should not be coming out of it a multimillionaire. Right. And of course, we all know where that's coming from. Yeah. And uh, another thing I would like to add is that Citizens United decision that SCOTUS handed down. Oh, God. Yeah. Has been one of the worst ever to where they equated, you know, money with free speech and, you know, businesses now have, you know, money, millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of speech and power. Corporations are people too. needs to go away. And I also would be in support of using the general election fund, which is what it's for is to support, you know, the, you know, elections and requiring candidates for, you know, running for office to use funds from that allocation only so they cannot buy their way into office. I would be all for that. 
Here's a, here's a couple items that I've been uh, sitting on my back pocket for. Because we kind of got to this point, I think it'd be kind of interesting. For as term limits are concerned. No. But wait, it gets better. Anybody remember their ancient Greek history? Does anybody remember how it worked in ancient Greece? With their Senate and all that? Do you remember? I think you're speaking of the Roman Senate if you're going where I think you're going. It might have been? How they voiced their protests? Uh, we might be thinking about a different thing. uh, If you're thinking Greek, I'm thinking of the way that they picked who their senators and their representatives were and and the way that they operated in in a political fashion. The piece that I'm remembering was everyone who was eligible to be part of the government at a specific time, their names were put in a lot and effectively jumbled up and picked out of a hat randomly. And you sat for whatever the term was, and that was your job for the term. Mm -hmm. Did you have problems with people who were inept? Oh, yeah. Sure, of course. But... It was fair representation, though. It was fair representation. And it was civil service. Yeah. That was the other piece. There needs to not just be accountability or term limits... Or transparency, there needs to be engagement. And true representation. Yes. And until you've actually got those, you can't get people to actually be engaged <laughs> because they think, why the hell should we even bother? Sorry. What, what happened? What did I miss? I, 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 just, I was just about to say, Shauna, just please don't pull any more hair out of your head. Because <laughs> she's like, that's what she's been saying for years. <laughs> yeah, we know. But but to be fair, Dallin, you know, as as far as the do nothing Democrats, they oh. really there wasn't much that they could do when you know you have you know Mitch McConnell on 2010, the day that uh, you know Obama was inaugurated, saying that his number one goal and number one job was to make Obama a one term president. And he that tried to destroy is precisely everything. And that the is problem. the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. Is that yep. you you now have parties that again, they don't give a shit about the people. No. All right. they care about is my job is to destroy Trump. My right. job is to destroy Obama. My job is to block everything the Democrats ever put forth. Yeah, thank you, Paul Ryan, you uptight. Yeah, but that's when they officially went off the rails and became the party of no. Yeah. yeah. See that and that has to stop. That Dal- has to stop. Dallin? TP seeker? Yeah, lobbying is legal bribery. Yes. And you got it. That's the other thing that has to go. But yeah. you see the thing is, you get that one firebrand candidate that wants to do all of this stuff? AOC. They're going to get sh- they're going to get hit. shot. No, 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 no. No, no. Their hands they're they're going to get shot. Anything. Well, they're going to get shot. Sadly, that's, you know, before anybody says anything, that is far more possible reality than hyperbole currently. And, yeah. you know. No, and, and not just currently. I mean, JFK was a bit Bob, of a radical yeah. and look what they did to him. And Bobby Kennedy and yeah, yeah. Um, I need to I need to check one particular item. Um, 
Yeah, it should be ordinary people, not people whose families have been in politics have been in politics for two for two hundred years. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, I also find it abhorrent that there are some people running for like a state or a local office, you know, like um, or I don't know a governor say where the salary, you know, might be $101,000 a year for that position. And mm-hmm. they will you know, spend 40 or $50 million on that race. And that amount of money is obscene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are people going hungry. There are some campaigns in, you know, California, for example, that have been so expensive you know, on individual races that it might be the whole GDP of a smaller country. That's obscene. It is. That is very obscene. Yep. There is another piece that I wanted to hit. Um, Okay. I know I'm the one who's supposed to be steering the ship and we should really have been talking uh, a different angle, but I'm sorry. Sometimes part of the way of helping each other is to just let us, just go ahead and vent. And, you know, if, if we're able to pick up the, the, the heat and the anger and keep people focused on, here's what needs to have happened in order to make things better later. Once we've gotten over this hump for the next couple of days, you know what? I'm, I'm all for that because sooner or later progressives win out. It's just a question mark of when here's the piece I went looking for, and let me let me play this one out. Went looking up information about the Supreme Court. I know. Hold on a second. In the federal court system's present form, there are 94 district-level trial courts and 13 courts of appeal below the Supreme Court. The reason why this is important is we currently have, you know what, just for the hell of it, Dallin, do you know how many people, not the names, how many people currently sit on the Supreme Court here in the U.S.? Last I heard, nine. Holy shit, you know this better than a lot of other people in my country. Good, well, I mean, <laughs> you actually hear all the shit that comes across the border. So, yeah, there I think that. the only people that they that anybody knew of for the Supreme Court in recent years was Clarence Thomas, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, because their names were plastered so much in the news that if you took a drink every time you heard their names. Yeah, fair enough. You would be yeah, dead. I think I was one of the few people who with the, you know, not the current sitting, but the ones that were sitting like. I don't know, say five years ago, I knew who they all were. I knew who my president, my vice president was, who my senators, my state reps were. I knew who, you know, my representation was. And most people couldn't even remember the name of Obama's vice president. And I mean, that, they, were that, well, they were that, you know, disengaged. Well, I mean, to be fair. And ask uh, them, who's your senator? They had no idea. Yeah, but, but to to be fair, Obama cast a very broad shadow. True. To the point where Biden was a footnote. I right. mean, but even I, before that, people did not tell you who the VP was even before Obama. They couldn't yeah. even tell you who was running 
uh, you could make up some fictitious name and do, you know, a poll of the, poll on the street. Well, what do you think about this presidential candidate? And they're like, oh, they're wonderful, blah, 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 blah. And it's not have- even a real person. Rick Mercer much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, even David Letterman would find these people. I mean, this has um, been oh, forever. By the way, uh, something like this was also pulled in an episode of The West Wing when uh, Jimmy Smith's character had complained how somebody had asked a question of, of somebody and they were asking about f- uh, the uh, relations with Fredonia. And the guy that's with him is just like, and? And Jimmy Smith's character is just like, it's a made-up place from a Marx Brothers movie. How can you not know this? And how can you go ahead and lay down whatever, not knowing Jack Squat about this whole thing? I'm paraphrasing highly. Anyway, so yeah, this this stuff still happens. Now, here's... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Here's the reason why I was going on about this, that there are currently uh, 13 courts of appeal below the Supreme Court. I have I have a suggestion, an idea. The people vote for the people who make the laws. They also vote for the people who are supposed to execute the laws. In some areas, they even vote for those who are to legislate those laws, those in the judiciary area. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, I'm mixing the, the, the terminology. I'm sorry. Just, just go with me on this for a second. There are currently 13 courts directly below the Supreme Court. Should there not be one Supreme Court justice to preside over each of those courts individually. Additionally, would it not behoove us to have the judges in each of those districts, in each of those jurisdictions, themselves nominate who they consider the most capable of judges in their in 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 their territory to represent the territory on the supreme court for a term of maybe not necessarily life but kind of the same way that you get life in prison which equates out to theoretically 20 years it's not truly life, but you get the idea. But it's it, long enough to, yeah. It's long enough that the idea was that a senator's term was six years, a president's fours, a congressman two. Mm-hmm. So that there's always some movement, but the court could conceivably have much less drive. It's a long term investment. And somehow, this idea has a lot going for it in my own head, knowing full well I am absolutely, utterly, and completely ignorant of the in workings of such a system. 
but there's something about this that seems appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And I know I just ate a, a whole bunch of time and energy and whatnot for it, but, you know, there's something about this that kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, 20 years is long enough to have some stability there. But you also don't have to worry about people who have lifetime appointments that technically they can be impeached for behavior, but we've never seen it happen. Exactly. And Clarence Thomas is a good example of someone who should be impeached. Yeah, the amount of stuff that he went through all those years ago was... I I was... I remember watching those hearings and it's just like, okay. At the time, I mean, I was a kid, so I didn't know. I didn't know who he was. I just knew that he was a guy who was in trouble for doing what he did to that, to that woman. And he held some kind of political office. And then I find out a few years later that, you know, he, he swore in a a Supreme court justice. I'm like, wait, is that the same? No. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. It is him. Yeah, and you know, Son and of a bitch, you know? and obvious conflicts of you know interest with his wife and their business mm. dealings and all that other stuff. I mean, he he has violated so many oaths of that office that he you know is clearly one who needs to be impeached, but it will never happen. Yeah, for those of you that are um, are are kind of wondering, well, how bad off could he possibly have been? Who don't necessarily know. I will tell you the two words that I specifically remember about him and his uh, his um, uh, his his investigations leading up to his appointment. Two words that have followed him all this time. And if it makes you squirm and feel uncomfortable, think how I must feel thinking that I have known this about this Supreme Court justice for... All your life, just about. Uh, oh, when was he... Important? He, he was... Uh, uh, Reagan put him in, wasn't it? Yeah. Pubic yep. hair. These are the two words that have followed him... For as long as he has been in that I've ever known before I knew shit about politics, pubic hair. Is that the legacy that somebody who is supposed to be adjudicating the highest laws of the country? Is that what they should be known for? Hell no. What was Ruth known for? Three words. Take no shit. I only wish, seriously, I really wish, Sotomayor had as many balls as Ruth did. I really wish that. Yeah. Uh, Ruth was one of a, one of a kind. And, damn, uh, damn straight. Yeah, had to fight her way tooth and nail to even get through law school. Had to, yeah, because women just weren't looked on favorably for going no, to law school. No, and she was she was doing it in the 50s. She was yeah. one no, sorry. She was three one of three women in her class, I think it was at the time. Mm-hmm. 
something like that. And she argued in front of the Supreme Court several times. Yeah. That in and of itself, I mean, I don't care who the hell you are. That takes some guts. Damn straight. Yeah. What is... And she tried to... What? And and she she knew what a shit show would, would, you know, what would happen when she retired. And I hate that she she was never able to retire. And she tried to hang in there till after the election. And she did her best and she just couldn't. She went above and beyond her duty to try to keep this from happening. Damn straight. Damn straight. So here's, um, here's the thing. And I, I, I don't, I don't like to get emotional with, with these things. You, you, you know, I say it all the time and every once in a while it just, whatever we who are the progressives and I I, I say that as a lowercase p because it doesn't matter where we fit in whatever pigeonhole you want to call us you want to call us democrats we're not you want to call us republicans we're not Green Party, doesn't matter what label you want to put. Lowercase p progressives, we are the ones who believe in, as the expression goes, in our heart of hearts, that people matter. And if you take care of people, things get better. When all is said and done, if you've got people who don't have to be, um, uh, uh, what, uh, down, what's the, what was the expression? Uh, a crab scramble? <laughs> Crabs in a bucket. Crabs in a bucket. If, if, if your society is not doing the crab in a bucket thing, trying to survive, just survive, never mind thrive, mm-hmm. people get better. If people don't have to be trying to figure out where the hell they're going to sleep at night, they don't have to break into places that are boarded up because you can't get enough money, because you can't rent it, because people don't want to spend enough money on it. You don't have that. A society is only as good as what it does for its most needy. Mm Mm-hmm. And right now, right at this moment now, with what's going on with elections, and it again, it's not just the U.S. It's Australia. It's There's a bunch of places right now that are doing it. How you vote says who you are. It's something that people kind of forget sometimes or they intentionally sweep it under the rug for themselves who you are is what you're voting now, if you want to be ignoring 
what's been going on for people. For people who want to find asylum in this country. For the biggest torchbearer in the country in New York Harbor. And you want to ignore them. Or worse yet, intentionally ignore them. You've literally abdicated your history of being in this country. What the hell is it that we're supposed to be here for? What did the world say? You guys are great, and we're going to help you. France built the Colossus that stands straddling between New York and New Jersey, flanked on either side by some of the biggest metropolis the world has ever seen, with water that flows out from the Canadian peaks down to the ocean, with one of the grandest structures ever built the Verrazano Narrows Bridge, at one time the largest suspension bridge, a marvel of engineering at its time. With people coming through from all corners of the globe because they heard they could have just a chance. That's what this country's idea deal has been. As far as I'm concerned, you got a choice this year if you're voting, and I sincerely hope that you are. You either vote for what our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents saw in this plot of land the hope, the expectation that maybe, just maybe, I don't have to worry about people shooting bullets over my head when I try to go to sleep, and I don't have to worry about trying to get running water for my kids. Or you can completely ignore all that, and you can just say, I got mine, fuck y'all. I'm a privileged white guy. I know how lucky I am in a lot of ways. I can't tell you how lucky I've been with love. I shouldn't have ended up finding my wife by all the numbers. I got lucky. And maybe that's what the difference is between being a progressive and being conservative is, again, lowercase letters. I know I got lucky. I know it could have all turned out differently. I want to pull those that don't have up. I don't want to, I don't want to push them further down. I didn't realize how much I just monologued. Good, good Lord. Hmm. I'm sorry. That's, 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 that's. Yeah, you're good. 
I'm sorry. I'm I'm I always see myself as far more just the 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 rudder on the whole damn thing. I don't usually think of myself as the hyperactive engine suddenly driving the whole damn thing wherever it's going. You too, you Shinjin. We love you just as you are. Um, one thing that I would like to bring up, I know that we're getting close to closing time and things, um, is that if you think we're having issues with immigration now, Steve Miller managed to you know, sneak in some, you know, executive order things. Yeah, he's he's racist. I mean, he's just flat out a fascist racist fuck. Are we sure he's not an undead yet? I don't know. But, you know, we've, we've set records under this administration as far as cutting down on immigration. There will be further massive cuts. And it will affect everything from, you know, student visas, um, you know, getting in talent from overseas to fill jobs in this country that we don't have people qualified to fill. So the best and the brightest will not be allowed to come over here and work to help us on a technological standpoint. So that will further drive our race to the bottom. And it will be below, you know, places like Cameroon or, you know, pick some random country. I mean, that will be the end of us and we will wither away to nothing. And it says a lot right now, you know, to me that Angela Merkel is now the de facto leader of the free world. Um, It's not by choice. This is just the position that we are in now. And she understands science. She, you know, has a literate populace and she is doing what she needs to do with her advanced degrees in chemistry and science to, you know, at least, and she's very, she's very conservative. Okay. A very conservative politician, but she's doing what she needs to do to make sure that the rest of the world doesn't implode as we're going down the drain. And that, that's you know not a position that she sought out. That's just where she is by default. Um, and I am very, very concerned that if Trump does happen to stay in office and we continue this brain drain and continue the um, push to suppress education, except for you know a, a few elite and suppress critical thinking, we will be back in the dark ages. And I don't see how we recover from that. There's only one way. And this is our last chance to, to save the civil rights that should be basic human rights that we have. Um, you know, my bodily autonomy is on the line. Um, you know, Shujin's son's life is on the line. People that are now legally married um their marriages are on the line the you know new newer scotus appointees you know have been very straightforward in that part of the goal is to overturn the 
Obergefell decision. So suddenly you would have people who have legal protection of marriage suddenly have theirs declared invalid. There's been a push to overturn Roe v. Wade. And there are several states, most states now in the U.S. that have trigger laws where as soon as Roe v. Wade is overturned, then that automatically bans all abortions in the state, period. There's like four or five states that will actually strengthen their protections, you know, that are in the Pacific Northwest in New York. But for the rest of the country, you know, I mean, our, our civil rights that we already fought four years ago, we're going to have to fight for them again. And we're going back 50 years. And it is going to hurt some more than others. If you happen to be a straight white male Christian, you're going to be making bank. You're fine. Everybody else below you, we're fucked. And the more marginalized you are, the more fucked you're going to be. I took a look on a site um, about the states, and there are actually, uh, yeah, if Roe is overturned, eight states have trigger laws that would immediately ban all uh, or nearly all abortions. Mm -hmm. And those are, not surprisingly, Arkansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Tennessee, and South Dakota. Yep. As abortion, a complete aside, may I go ahead and say the fact that these things are on the book waiting to have happen should be illegal in and of themselves, but that's just me. I'll shut up. Oh, yeah. but wait. Isn't that that whole states' rights things that you guys keep screaming about? Mm-hmm. Anyways, to continue, abortion would be legal and generally available in 13 states. California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Nevada, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington State. Uh, Eight states have abortion bans that haven't been enforced since the 1973 decision. I'm assuming that's Roe v. Wade. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they could start applying them again in the absence of Roe v. Wade. And that is some surprise. There's a couple of surprises on this one. And some not. Alabama, Arizona, Michigan. That's new. New Mexico, Oklahoma, not a surprise, been there. Texas, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Again, that one's kind of a shocker. A little bit. Just, you know, that whole northern aggression thing. You're just kind of like, wait a second, didn't I just list off a bunch of northern states? Anyways. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Trying to read a little bit more here. See, as a, as a while you're looking, as as an aside thing, also part of the thing with this whole states' rights annoyance piece is that the states are supposed to, and I say this guardedly, supposed to only have laws so long as they do not contravene federal law Mm -hmm. so that theoretically everybody's playing on for the most part a level playing field however well and to make this is where you get the technicality thing from right especially in indiana in addition to this there are some states now that have been trying to push legislation not only in addition to these trigger laws if you happen to go to a state out of state to get an abortion who allows it, then you can be prosecuted for going out of the state to obtain an illegal abortion. Hmm. Welcome to oh, Ireland. 
Yeah. How to lose a state's population in one easy step. Yes. Because, well, okay, then I I also saw something somewhere recently. Um, Because of the COVID, and I sound like my mother that I just said it that way. She she used to go looking for stuff on the Google, so. Mm -hmm. Hey, she was 89, all right? (laughs) Oh. Anyways, um, because of COVID, there's been a mass exodus from some states. California in particular. A lot of people are getting out of there. It has hurt their potential revenue base so badly that they wanted to bring in a law that states that if you lived, if, if you moved from California, say in 2020, we can nail you for taxes. Like you, you will still end up having to pay taxes for, for to California if you've lived there for the past 10 years. Basically, what they're saying is that if, if you try to get out, we're still, you not only have to pay taxes for your new state, you still owe us because we say so. Yeah, good luck collecting well, all that. Federal law is the, the thing same is that, that, that particular, uh, that particular thing is on, apparently it is up for, um, it, it's being seriously considered because the state itself is in danger of, losing a huge amount of tax base and losing a couple of electoral seats due to loss of population. That is significant. I think New York is in the same, New York is in the same boat in terms of revenue loss and possible representation loss uh, in the electoral, in the electoral circuit. Our federal laws, though, like if you happen to still have your U.S. citizenship and you are yeah, that's, out overseas for 30 years, you still have to pay taxes to both. Well, because you are a citizen, that is a privilege of of being a citizen and having that that privilege. Because, you know, up until recently, having that American passport was kind of a go around the world free card. For a lot of places, you know, well, I mean, you could say, I am an American and everybody's supposed to kiss your ass. Yeah. In in English, in English. Yeah. That is the way it it was perceived for many, many years. And a lot of the people here still, you know, think that the world's supposed to kiss their ass just because they're American. Yep. And that, but that's the thing. You know, now, nowadays they can go around like, oh, I'm an American. Yeah, that puts a, you know, stars and stripes suddenly becomes a bullseye. Yep. Yep. With good reason. Yep. Hey, I'm American. Get out. Fuck you. Get, Get out. out. <laughs> but I'm coming over to, I'm, I'm, I'm coming here to New Mexico. Different country. Get out. Um. Oh, hold on. I know. I know. But I'm thinking of it in terms of, but I'm from New York. Yeah, get out. But you just threw me on a tangent where there are people here. In the states are so illiterate. They're like, well, New Mexico is a foreign country. And it's like, no, it's not. It's a state. I know. <laughs> I know. 
and, and and really really pissed off that someone in, in Puerto Rico hit the lottery and they're like that's goddamn illegals blah blah and it's like actually uh, Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory uh, yeah I'm just waiting now <sighs> I, we're so I, illiterate I should, in the society they need to we, teach geography in civics hey I got a question I, so I do know, I I don't know if either of you two can can answer this but in soccer or real football, mm-hmm. is there the equivalent of a penalty box? No. Yes. What? No. No. Or is that okay. hockey? In in in, no, in, in in hockey, there's a penalty box. Oh hell yeah! The, the, the reason I'm wondering if there is a if there is an equivalent in soccer. In 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 football, to the best of my recollection, no. Okay. You have to have you have to have full team on at all times but if you do something that would otherwise be a hey you're sitting in the penalty box you're you're benched is they do have that option you're benched and they pull in somebody else yeah yeah um well again this just kind of this kind of dovetails onto something i was talking about yesterday on the show about uh you know we we're talking about you know the wall or about you know you guys should not be coming north. We, and I'm, we're, saying we should, I'm saying we should just build this gigantic penalty box and call it the United States of America. Okay. Yeah. I was getting worried that we were going to start talking about the infrared pucks again. <laughs> There's no. some people that, no. know, that know what this is all about. And, but yeah, Canada, and we do not, but Canada we do needs not talk to about put up a, a wall to protect themselves from the crazy down here. Yeah, put the, yeah. Put, the, put, the, put, the, put the murder geese. Or, yeah, or, and or actually, or you know, or and 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 Mexico, you know, really, Mexico should pay for the wall to keep you guys in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's point. There's taken. something to be said for that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, TP says soccer just they just get cards. Okay. Uh, the reason I said that is like, okay, how can we, how I'll can like we spin all. this in like a yeah? How can we spin this in kind of a in a marketing way to you know. And again, I played serious stereotypes there because, you know, Canada, hockey, I assumed, you know, a place like Mexico, uh, real football. Um, yeah. Again, that, that probably plays to a stereotype. And you know what? You want to come at me? Fine. I don't care. I'm too tired to really give a shit anymore. But, you know, Project Red and Yellow Penalty Box or something like that. I, I just thought, you know, but no, it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah, it won't fit I on mean, the marquee, but, you know, we're start with Rias now, and especially with the COVID and all that other stuff. You know, I mean, people need to put up walls to protect themselves from us and having us, you know, locked in during COVID and not able to go anywhere. You know, we pretty much built our own wall for us. Go us. Yeah, and you know, up here we just have the fact that it's cold. Yeah, but I mean, but 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 at least your PM, you know. Even though he may not be the best or most popular person, at least he he was sensible and said, no, we will continue to keep the border closed. Thank you very much. Sorry. Have a nice day. And I don't blame him. No, I'd be I'd be pissed off. And if if I were uh, I'm not sure who the current um, Mexican president is, but I would do the same thing and say you cannot cross here until you get your COVID situation under control. Do not even think about coming down here. <laughs> and the rest of the you know, EU and all that, I wouldn't let Americans travel there. If yep. they did, 
I would enforce a, for, a mandatory 14-day quarantine as soon as I got off of that airplane. Yeah, you thought quarantining because you brought your little shih tzu on the plane was bad. Screw yeah. that. And, and at your expense, you will quarantine for 14 days before mm-hmm. you enter any of our, you know, uh, cities or anything. And even yeah, then, well, I don't think that I would take them, but I would I would be enforcing that. And people who were thinking about taking cruises this fall, yeah, you no, people, um, you're stupid. Okay, you, you are. You guys want to? You guys want to cross the border and come up here? Um, I would make you quarantine in your car. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that? You got to go. Well, you better have a port john in your car because you your ain't car, out. You're not leaving for 14 days. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yep. Yeah, everybody says, you know, Canada, you know, we're all so friendly. We're all so polite. Yeah, until you threaten us. Yeah. Then then you're going to find out why your White House is white. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's there's a thing. Okay, when... And no longer pink, yeah. (laughs) There it is, found it. Smallpox. Thirty percent risk of death. Thirty percent. Onset one to three weeks following exposure. Sounds sounds pretty close, right? Hmm. Duration about four weeks. Um. Bridget, how long did you say that uh, this guy has been in since uh, mid-March? What are we talking about? The guy that you've got uh, who's in uh, ICU. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, I can't. I Yes, March 17th was admitted for okay. you know, beginning symptoms of the COVID. Okay. And as of yeah, uh, Friday when I was at work is still inpatient due to the COVID and has not left, you know, at any point, this has been continuous. Okay. The, the fact that he is still on the list is troubling, but still is, is, is good there. Smallpox. We eventually were able to inoculate the planet. The last in the wild was 1977. I was eight years old. 1977. And we got rid of it. Are we expecting there to be an immunization, a vaccination for this thing now? I, Hell no. I don't see it um, as uh, like, you know, coming from you know, a medical background and understanding how flu, you know, viruses mutate and have the antigenic shift and drift and all that stuff. I think we in the U.S. are at the point now where COVID is endemic. Um, it has not shown any seasonality to it. So this is something we're going to have to be with and we know now that the antibodies do wane over time we're not sure 
how long they last. It may be that you have to get, you know, like a yearly, if assuming a vaccine is even able to be, you know, created, we still don't have a vaccine for AIDS and we've been working on that forever. But assuming that a vaccine does come out, it's probably not going to be permanent immunity. It's probably going to have to have boosters and it may be that we have to have an immunization every six months. We don't know. But as far as like a one and done permanent immunity, I don't see it happening with its current form just because the antibodies are short, so short lived. And we are having, you know, reports now of people who were infected back in March and April, declared, recovered, no detectable viral loads in their body, becoming reinfected. So, yeah, this is a thing. How long had smallpox been around? According to historic documentation, it can be traced back through writings to approximately 1500 BCE. Wow. I mean, that, that is just mind-boggling to think about. And that we eradicated it. Until the anti-vaxxers... Uh, well, yeah. Because it is back. Yeah. No, not smallpox? I no. think it is. I think it's come back, hasn't it? I will have to do some research on that. The measles has. Well, measles has always been around. Smallpox. Yeah, and there are some places that still have polio um, endemic to their continents. We don't yet. Right. right. Yet. Yeah. Here's the but reason why. Here's the reason why I wanted to point this one out. It took the United States, 1977. to institute a, a to begin the immunization for the rest of the world. It went through various different organizations, including the World Health Organization and, and worldwide vaccinations, which yeah. wonderful. But it took technology to completely eradicate it off of the planet. Yeah. It took a handful of months for New Zealand to get rid of it from its shores without. When we talk about people need to be more science-minded and science-literate, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go with the absolute Uber cutting edge. Sometimes dumb and stupid is the way to work it because it works. What do you need to do to get rid of this damn thing? Starve it. Yeah. And, and if we had 80% mass compliance at the very beginning, we would have gotten through the worst of it. And, you know, things would be relatively normal. We would just have to be careful not to you know, start other outbreaks and things, but it didn't have to be this bad. And even early, some groups knew, sorry, some groups highly suggested it because of the initial ideas and didn't quite follow up on it. When science is in the moment learning, Mm -hmm. there are things that after the fact, it's like, oh, we should have not, we didn't because we didn't. Because it was new. No one's ever dealt with this before. It's novel. Well, Hello. 
in 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 working memory. Well, now a novel coronavirus, we didn't know how it was going to behave and what, you know, we still going don't. to, we still, we're still learning, but you know, it's like when it first started popping up, they weren't sure what we were dealing with. People were making guesses as to what they thought they were dealing with and the guesses were incorrect. Um, and that's but how we got on the whole hydroxychloroquine thing. That's bleach. why people, you know. Uh, they were trying anything and everything because, and then they're like, hey, let's give people steroids. And it's like, no, if you give it to them too early, it's actually, you know, detrimental. Um, then they're like, okay, this is like, you know, acute respiratory distress syndrome because the oxygen levels are plummeting so fast. And it's like, and so with those, you do aggressive oxygenation pronto. But with this, this is not ARDS. And so they were blowing people's lungs up, you know, um, because they were putting on ventilators too soon and too aggressively. And so with time, and that's how you would treat ARDS, but this was not ARDS. And so in time, they figured out, okay, be less aggressive with the oxygen, place people in a prone position rather than on their back, and treat this more like altitude sickness and let gravity open up the lung capacity. But this was just things that we learned along the way. And as we learn more, the mortality rate goes down, but we're still learning. And when it started up over here, we had no idea what this was. No one had ever had to deal with it before. You know? Now, China had the, had the right idea of locking everything down ASAP and, you know, got brutal about it. And that's the only way that they were able to get theirs under control. And it worked. But novel is novel. That is the definition of novel. It's new. We don't know anything about how it behaves, what it does, and we have to learn on the fly and then adjust the recommendations accordingly as we learn. And in, a, in an environment with a fetish-hungry media that wants nothing but attention, the smallest hiccup of information, true or not, they'll jump on and scare the shit out of the country so that they get their ad revenue. Yeah. You and, got that too. And there's another problem. Yeah. And that's one that I've harked on far too long is that, and, and this is why, like even, you know, Hey, <laughs> let me circle this one back a little bit. Yeah. You know what? I know, we're, I know we're getting out of time here, but yeah, I, I just, time. we'll just yeah. have to do another show on like, I don't know, health issues in this country or yeah. something. At but, but just let, let me say this. Yeah, please. So the media right now, one of the biggest things that they're talking about are the polls. They've been talking about the polls for the past couple of months now. Yeah. Biden's ahead. Trump's ahead. It's going to be a landslide. It's going to be a defeat. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. Don't believe any of it. Exactly. And don't think that your candidate is a shoe in because hubris mm -hmm. is what put Trump in office and yeah. hubris will either keep him there or catapult him out because hubris is on both sides. Yeah. And the only way you can defeat that or the only way you can do anything is get out there and do it. You know, this is, and I mean, we, I screamed at this one 
freaking years ago. Get your ass to a polling station, or in this case, if you got the thing in the mail, if it actually is the one that you're supposed to fill out, fill it out and get yourself, get it counted. You know, it matters. do, this, do your it, part. It win, win or lose, do your part because that's expected. Well, and in Australia, you know, the, the man, yeah, they do have mandatory voting for all citizens and if oh. you do not vote you get a heavy <clears throat> fine yeah. and they've got about a 95% compliance rate yeah must be one hell of a fine yeah 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 but i mean but i mean but people need you know need to be invested enough to become involved and if it require you know if it turns into you are required and you will pay a fine if you do not participate as long as they don't have you know uh, poll taxes and and you know expensive ID requirements and things for poor people. I would be fine with that. With ha- you know making people participate. Yeah, I, I hate to tell you this though, and again, not, not not criticizing. Uh-huh. You guys don't have the logistical capabilities to track three hundred million people to do that. No, There's... but we need to get there. Uh, yeah, but by, by the time they get there, uh, the three of us will be dead. Yeah, that's true too. It's, it's possible, and uh, just just as a, a a tailor on that one, by the way, yes, you are. You have what's what's the term for it? Uh, with a, with a C. Uh, come come, damn it! I can't remember what the. Hmm? I can't remember what the the term is for it. Uh, voting. The, the type of voting where it's it's uh, compulsory. That's what compulsory. Yeah, it is compulsory voting, but they don't say that you have to fill in your ballots or how to. Right. So there are times people will actually just put you know the 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 Mickey Mouse Donald Duck stuff and throw it in there as their little way of doing. So don't think that you have to vote for somebody exactly in, in Australia. There yeah. there are plenty of stories about that, but the fact that people are actually in the booths, so to speak, it says a lot. Um, I, I've said more than my fair share. Uh, was there anything left on the table for either of you guys or just wrap it? No, just wrap it. I'm done. All right. So with that, then we've done more than uh, our, our usual fair share tonight. And we most assuredly, did not go where I was anticipating from the uh, from the description for tonight. For those of you that maybe felt that this was a little bit of a bait and switch, I'm sorry. For those of you that got something out of this and maybe you feel a little bit less alone, you know that's 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 part of what we're hoping for. Regardless, please just know full well that we're here with you, and we're trying to fight the good fight along with you. And we're just as concerned and scared as you are. Absolutely. The only difference is we got a couple of microphones. Yeah. So, as always, over the live chat, guys, thank you exceedingly much. Uh, Stephanie, Shauna, TP, guys, thank you very much. Uh, Please take very good care of yourselves. And also, uh, specifically, uh, Stephanie, don't forget, since over here in North America, we've got this stupid thing going on with the time zones changing around again. 
Uh, next week, we will be on at, uh, if I remember correctly, 0505 UTC. Yes, because we're on at 0405 UTC. So we're going to be at 0505 next week UTC. Because because somebody decided that, hey, you know what? Changing the time of the day is fine. We don't have to go by uh, mathematics, geometry, whatever. It's all stupid whenever they don't. Six months on and six months off. And for some crazy reason, we decided, hey, let's do, you know, <laughs> eight months on and two months off. Or, um, yeah. you know, not being precise, but they have, you know, changed it so ridiculously that we're on you know, on daylight savings time for most of the year instead of half. Yeah. Crap. We'll, we'll work stupid. That. <laughs> Just put it on standard and leave it there. Yeah. Come on. And, uh, I, I was looking for a, an audio clip of uh, a comedy team that would, that did something about daylight savings time, but unfortunately it's so old that not even YouTube has it. So, oh, well, <laughs> Uh, YouTube, the rule 34 of collective knowledge. Yeah. Basically the, the, the thing was, um, yeah, you're saving daylight by doing this so that, you know, you can, you can see more, so you can catch some more rays during the day without, you know, having to sacrifice your sleep. And the, the, the basic thing was you're not saving any daylight. It's the same amount of num. It's the same amount of hours in the day. Yep. If you want to see that sun, get your ass out of bed and see that sun. Don't go changing the clocks around because you're not saving any daylight. Yeah. yeah. And time zones matter, people. And this is coming from somebody in Indiana who, when we went, we used to be on standard all the time, year round, didn't change the clocks at all. When we adopted, you know, daylight savings time a few years ago when I was up in indianapolis the decision was like people were upset anyway that we were going to be changing times and then instead of using a you know some kind of a boundary or you know a natural delineation to put us either in eastern or central they left it up to the counties to decide which zone they wanted to be in. So, I mean, seriously. So if I go north of me, they're on Eastern. I'm on Central. If I drive to counties over closer to East Coast, they may also be in Central. But the counties on either side are in Eastern. It's really screwed up. Yeah, uh, You guys are never going metric at that rate. No. And so it's like I felt jet lag all the time. In Indianapolis, because the sun, because it was in the wrong time zone, they should have been central. We were closer to Chicago. And when I went to Dayton, I felt normal because in the summer at 12 o'clock, the sun was directly overhead. In Indianapolis, that was not the case. And so we would have, you know, daylight until like 11 p.m., which is kind of late. But it would be dark in the winter till like 9 o'clock in the morning the stars would be out until nine which is so wrong so bizarre and i could not adjust to that i felt much better when i moved down here where the time zone matches the sun (laughs) for anybody that wants to find out just how stupid it can be uh go take a look over in uh anywhere 
as far as to the time zones that are available in Arizona. I'll leave it with that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Over on the live chat, uh, I am being reminded, uh, and TP, thank you, is also reminding everybody, wash your damn hands, wear the damn mask, wash your winter clothes more often. Mm-hmm. Just fine. You know what? And also, uh, for a number of folks, smoke detectors, mm-hmm. might as well just go ahead and change all the batteries at once. In my mm-hmm. case... I relatively recently did all of mine because I had one that was chirping. And when it used to be, they were all just individual, you know, stick them to the wall kind of things. It was fine. The ones that I have in this house, they're all linked together. So if one goes off for any reason... They all go off. Mm-hmm. That's all kinds of fun at four in the morning. Let me tell you. It's also fun, too, if they're so sensitive that if you cook bacon, it sets them all off. I don't yep. have a problem with bacon. It's uh, <laughs> every once in a while, there is a, uh, a there is a specific incense stick that I cannot burn because it sets them off. Uh-huh, and ours are so loud, and the neighbors will run out, and it's like, we're just cooking bacon, we're cool. <laughs> but, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. to be fair, that's what they're supposed to do, so, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. everybody, again, thank you for being with us. Bridget, thank you for your time. Um, the idea of having uh, some kind of a be together with folks thing for for Tuesday for elections. Yes. Yes. Um, if- we are st- we're still working on details on this. Tracy Harris and I are trying to choose a a uh, yeah decide if it needs to be a Zoom or what have you. Um, she's thinking that it will be open to anyone who wants to, whether it's listeners of the show, Facebook friends, um, her coworkers. You know, just pretty much anyone. So it's not specific to, like, the atheist community in general. Just people who need either the support because they can't bear to watch the returns or they live in a politically divided household, whatever. Yeah. And how how it's going to work, you know, we will try to keep people posted on Facebook and on uh, Holy Crap when we finally get this puzzled out. But what the plans are is for... Tracy and I to have different rooms set up for people if they want and then have like a lobby and we, she and I will only put in like some updates if there's like breaking news or something like that. She's going to monitor like Facebook to get a feel for how people are handling it. And I'm going to be checking out um, like Fark and Twitter to you know see what's on there, and then I think a couple of people are going to watch Fox to take one to you know for the team. Um, so it's not just going to be two of us; it's going to be several people that are running different pieces of this, uh, and just be there to support people. And we're not going to be like editorializing or anything like that. But if you know people come in there and start trolling, then yeah, we're going to banhammer the shit out of people. 
which is only fair. Which is um, only fair. Yeah, so, I I don't we, know. When we get to some place, we will you know update people, but we're we're still figuring it out and lining up our mods and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, when um, when the Scotus thing happened, uh, I know for well that I sat in the voice channel uh, over on our Discord server for uh, what was it seven until eleven uh, local. So mm-hmm. you know, in in case anybody needed wanted uh, a voice for a while we didn't get anybody but uh if it turns out that um you know may, maybe i'll do that tuesday okay you know may, maybe we will uh yeah. we'll see i'll keep in touch with you and, and keep you updated we're still working on logistics and uh yeah. you know it was it was funny she had mentioned would anybody be interested in this and i said me and she's like you obviously didn't check your inbox go read it I'm like okay <laughs> oh that's what that was okay yeah <laughs> i was like i didn't get the notification sorry yeah. dallin man th- it's it's you know it's one thing to to be able to you know have the kind of relationship that we all do but for me to be able to see over on facebook tracy harris basically bitch slapping bridget to basically say Dumbass, go look in your inbox. That's yeah. the thing of beauty to see, man. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, I'll I'll give you that one. <laughs> anyway, Hunt, you you take care of yourself, huh? Yeah, I will. <coughs> and thank you so much for letting me at least vent because this has been very therapeutic. It's wasn't the wasn't the wasn't direction? the word the idea of what the show was going, but that's where we went. And, and sorry, no. And and if 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 ultimately it actually does help, you know mm-hmm. that was that was the original intent. So I'll take I it. Know. Yeah, could have used the show last night actually, but yeah. better have better have better to have this as a, as a escape valve for that yeah. pent up whatever then. To internalize it and, you know, to quote Robin Williams, uh, what stress, it's what stress likes to say to the body, you keep this shit up, I'm going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I was there last, and I was there last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dallin, um, thank you. Sorry, you got to do a little extra work this time. <laughs> eh. You know, one of these days I'm gonna kick. The, I'm gonna kick the ever living shit out of OBS. I don't know what the hell. I've is. got. You, you know what? I got yeah. so much editing to do tomorrow. Anyway, attacking this one on won't be a problem. I appreciate <laughs> it. Anywho, thank you for all the stuff, man. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. And uh, yeah, once I have the editing done, I should have this up on the site. Uh, hopefully tomorrow, up at holycrabthevlogcast.com, where everything else is in terms of if you want to get a hold of us. Stock us online, etc., 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 freaking etc. Yep. Um, we'll be here for you. I don't think that I can stress that enough. And and I'm I'm trying not to soapbox at, at the moment, but I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong in any way for me to remind you guys. We will be here for you. I keep talking about a lot of my shows and I say that, you know, I do my, I do my radio streams for me. They're not for you. I enjoy doing them. You're just along for the ride. It sort of is the same thing for us with this. We want to do this. 
and we are, I guess I, I, I'll say this on behalf of all of us, we're proud that you give us the time that you do because that means that what we're doing is important to you too. And if we're helping, then that's exactly how you repay us. We'll take your money too, but I mean, <laughs> we want to be here for you. And we're going to treat, we're going to keep doing that to the best of our ability. So if you need us, the Discord channel is always there. Go looking for it. Holycrapavlogcast.com has got all the information, all the contact. Phone number, if you want to leave us a voicemail message, is also there. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to read it off at this point because uh, uh, we've gone long enough as it is. Please, with everything going on, with how nuts it's been, with the possibility of there being armed doughboy militia walking around at polling places this week. Please, please be careful. Mm -hmm. We joked last night about Black Friday and people going to be going into Walmarts and whatnot. Del and I joked about that black humor as it was last night. The idea that there's going to be happenings through this week scares the living shit out of all of us. Mm -hmm. Please be careful. And we'll be here for you next week. No matter what. So long as we've got a place where we can be here for you, we will be here for you. Till then, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Peace and long life. Live long and prosper. And we will see you next time. Till that point. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.